Lemon Pepper Parlay is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. That's right, it's another edition of the Lemon Pepper Parlay Podcast. I'm Martin Weiss, joined here with my co-host, Will Blackman, who's uh, having beans for breakfast, as you said on Twitter uh, earlier today. Yeah, it, it's it's part of the uh, the whole uh, English cuisine for breakfast. You have eggs, beans, toast, sausage, and, and a tomato. It's uh, it's interesting. I enjoy it though. It sounds to me like confusing because you know the, the, the eggs <laughs> and the toast. <laughs> that sounds like it makes sense for the morning. Bacon is kind of universal; can go anywhere. Beans is squarely an afternoon, like after twelve noon food. Right? There's no, like there's no rules. Be, there are no rules when it comes to food. I just, I learned that there's no rules. What? You know what? If, if they eat beans in the morning, beans and tomatoes in the morning, they also kick off football games that start at nine thirty Eastern time, six thirty for me. So they do everything backwards. Bro, over. the late game They've is like midnight the here. The, road. the late game is like midnight. I, it's awful. Well, well, it is at the end of the day. American football. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Hey, sorry to overdress, by the way. I got a tie on and everything, you know. Dude, you underdressed today. You should today. never apologize for overdressing. First of all, I regular dress. I dress the same way that we normally <laughs> you regular dress. dress. <laughs> it's good to see you without a hat on. How about that? How about, I'm surprised. I, this is the first time I've ever seen confirmation that the 2022 version of Will Blackman has hair. So you it's know, good to know. You know, I, you know, I got, got a little cut, got a little design in there. You know what I'm saying? A little, uh, you know what I mean? That is little, okay. I see. Yep. I see. I see, you trying, I see you trying to get waves. It's all good. First of all, first of all, this is not a try. This is not a try. <laughs> this is not a try. One bit. This is a successful, mind you, a very successful attempt. And just because it's only going to be maybe like a minute and thirty clipped out of this entire podcast, I need to make sure that I am letting all the listeners know that I'm the waviest guy this side of the Mississippi. Man, if you, man, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what we got first, man? Let's get to the damn show. All right, wavy. So there's no easy, there's no easy transition to this. But obviously, you know, Tua Tagovailoa gets hurt, concussed again for what most people believe is the second time. Independent Neural just fired, and uh, rules came down on Saturday to adjust the concussion protocol. Will, watching football on Sunday and Monday, I felt, man, it feels like a lot of guys are getting concussed. And it wasn't anecdotal. It turns out that in week three, how many people do you think went into concussion protocol? In week three, I'm going to guess 20. Okay, so three players were designated in concussion protocol in week three. In week 13, I'm sorry, wow, I threw it off. I, I stepped on my own thing. In week four, 13 players were put into concussion protocol, but like instantly, immediately removed from the game. Like three players were removed from the game in week three, 13 in week four. So it goes to show you. They they weren't messing around after what they saw. (laughs) But I I have a question. What's up? Let me cut you off. I have a quick question. Do you think the protocols, oh, they would have, they would have taken it differently. If Tua was not a quarterback, if it was a skill, like if it was Tyreek or Waddle or even, let's say, Xavier Howard, if a skill guy slammed his head, got up and buckled, 
do you think this is against the um, Buffalo? Against Buffalo, do you think they would, they would have taken him out the game for sure? Versus the fact that Tua is a quarterback. So I thought you, about this. I think you asked me. I think you asked me two questions, right? So if wide receiver goes takes that shot, does he come back in the game? Like against Miami? I mean, against Buffalo, or, like, or does, does or does the team does the team let him come back in the game? It, right. Okay. So that a no. I think no. The answer to that question is no because you probably have. I mean, you watch a guy take a shot like that, but then I don't know. Cameron Bray came back in the game in week four, so I would say no. But then also, I may be naive there in that if it's not a quarterback. But also, I think that to a playing quarterback exacerbated these injuries in that. He's in when he gets hit, he's all by himself, right? Like he's all by him, like and nobody, um, like you can see a receiver get hit by two people or three, you know, three people. These hits that he got were kind of all by himself in the middle of the not in the middle of the field, he but there's nobody around twice. him. Right, slammed his head twice. There was nobody around him to kind of like shield the view of what happened on first glance to anybody. So I think if you had like, for example, a safety coming across the middle who blew up a receiver, who was out cold, and then the next week he blew up – the same guy got blown up again and started fencing like that, I do think we would still see similar concussion – similar concussion discussion. Here's the thing um, with the whole protocol. I feel like there's there's a set guideline when it comes to concussion protocols, and I think it's to each team's discretion. For example, I've been hit. I've been knocked out where I had, you know, the frozen arms and the frozen hands. And I actually Mm -hmm. came back in that same game and finished the game. I've been, you know, I've been dinged and had like a, you know, wobbled a little bit. And on that team, they shut me down for the whole game. They took me out the game, took my helmet and shut me down. They were like, you know, we're not messing around with this. Like, you're done. And then I actually was like knocked out <laughs> and, you know, ended up regaining consciousness. And my actually my position coach said, you're I'm not. He took my helmet. They put it in the locker and was like, you're out today. You're not you're not playing the rest of the game. Two of those, I was actually the starter. One of them, I was a a, a sub, but also the returner. So these are these are three scenarios where the, the lightest one I had. They sh- they shut me down. Mm-hmm. The doctors did. The worst one I had actually, and you know, I started regaining consciousness, and I was talking. My position coach was like, "Nah," he he was like, "Now I'm gonna mess around with it." So that's the that's the argument too. When people are saying like, "Okay, we're gonna leave it up to the doctors," the doctors are doctors, but there also is a line of people, whether it's the general manager, whether it's the quarterback coach, whether it's your own teammates, whether it's the head coach, somebody is like, this looks crazy, especially for it to happen in 2022. Like if this happened, you know, in in early 2000s, all right, you know, I'm sure we could find more clips of guys getting their bell rung and coming back in the game. But for well, some there, there was a whole and segment then, called Jacked Up at one point in time. Right? Like it was, it was glorified, right? Well, I'm saying, especially for the quarterback, for him for him to buckle. But anyhow, um, as you see that he's out this week, which is interesting because no one really said that he's in protocol. But yeah, it, it's it's 
it's interesting, man, because it, it really is to the team's discretion. Now, I would say to a situation definitely heightened it. And as you saw, week three, only three people in week four, week four, 13 people like people. Teams aren't messing around anymore as they shouldn't. Well, yeah, what I think fascinating is, is I'm not the thing about the Dolphins situation is I feel like we can't ascertain whether or not the Dolphins were quote unquote messing around. Um, I think that what what very plausible that could have happened is all the steps taken, like Tua clears every single step of concussion protocol with the concussion. Like I think that, but could it should, but it should, but it shouldn't even matter if he cleared it or not. It shouldn't matter. The, what was obvious is that he got rocked. Here's what's funny. So when when I had my concussion, my last one it was a massive one. But when I went to the sideline, it was weird. It's like my head hit the ground, and a certain side of my brain was like activated. Meaning they asked me questions like, "Can you name all the presidents?" I cannot do that right now. I will need some time, and I rattle off every single president that day when I was on the sideline. They asked me to say like the months backwards quickly. I did it in like record time. I knew all these other these the weirdest things um, when I was getting tested, but I could not remember the game plan. That's what was crazy. So reg- regardless, you can you can test it. Or I remember one player on TV. I think Bark Scott said that he he purposely did not do well on these on the test on the concussion protocol, so that the next week. He can pass it and play. All right, I've to set like before. a low baseline. To set a low baseline, yeah. So it doesn't matter if you pass it or not. Like what happened was clear and obvious. And I'm not. I'm. By the way, point, by the way, I'm. By the way, I'm not here to be like, oh, like I'm not up in arms and yelling like everybody else was in the media. Like I'm like, hey, you know, it is what it is. It's unfortunate, but when I see someone get get dinged like that, I'm like, come on, man, like let's let's go sit down and, and chill out. And I think that's really what ultimately what, what my biggest issue is. It's like, all right, we have these protocols in place. A, do these protocols effectively diagnose and ascertain whether or not somebody has a concussion? And B, are we implementing these protocols effectively? And I think that in both cases, either whether or not A it was true or not, the answer to B is definitely, they were definitely not. Because you could visibly see that the whole idea of a spotter is to see when a guy gets knocked out. You can see that Tua was out. You can see right. that Cam break in week four. You can see that he was out on the ground. Like Dude, I, this, I stumbled I'm, and the spotter took me out. Barely stumbled. Actually, I didn't even stumble at one point. I got hit hard directly on the head. I was good. The spotter took me out anyway to get evaluated. But it, it just makes me wonder because you got all these people that are pushing back. I also thought maybe the NFL might expand rosters. If they're going to be this stringent upon quarter about concussions, like I don't think that Tyrod Taylor in week two would have gone out for concussion protocol. Like I think Tyrod Taylor probably would have finished that game. Like just from the football that I've watched in my like, and I'm not saying that he's not tough or he's not whatever. It's just like, I mean, I, I watched the guy get up and run to the locker room. So right. they, get they, probably, they probably said, sit down. No doubt. Right. Now, I'm just, I just it just felt like I don't say overkill because I don't know if you can go overkill, but I think that if you're going to be this stringent upon concussion protocol, which I think you probably should be, you might need to expand your rosters or be able to carry more than a couple guys because guys are going to go down on on the on the side of being safer than you know being safe, and I think that's not a bad thing at all. But you know maybe you need to have a 57 man roster instead of 53. 
to be able to carry a third quarterback or something like that. But with that, as many quarterbacks as we've seen quarterback play, you see Kenny Pickett come back in. The entire league essentially is two and two with a couple three and <laughs> one outliers. Right? We've got a couple three and one outliers. The Eagles are 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 four and zero. Oh. The Raiders one and three. But I think you have to ask. You know, some call it parity, like Dave Damashek. But I would say to you, is this the most competitive season that we have seen in recent memory? I would say so far it is because there isn't. Sure, the Eagles are undefeated, but are they light years ahead of the next team? No. Some people still have no. Buffalo as the best team in the NFL. You know. Also, you have the Raiders or the Texans. Like, are they completely far off? No, they've been in competitive games uh, every single time. And so I would say as of now, yes, it's still early. Obviously, as of now, so far, the 2022 season is probably one of the most competitive uh, seasons in terms of, like, teams being evenly matched across the board. There's so many close games, so many tight scores. Um, it's, it's, it's really hard to figure out like who's going to do well, especially in the betting world, who's going to cover, who's going to do, you know, like it's super difficult because it's so competitive right now. I'd say, especially in the betting, in the betting space, which I find where I've really been having success this season is you got to go deeper than just the records and deeper than just the head coaches. If you are look, I, I really try to look at like coordinator slash defensive style success versus offensive players. And vice versa, like you to look the point at schemes, of, yeah. You, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like schemes, right? Exactly. How does this player do? Did they run a too high shell? How does this? How does X player do versus too high shell? Right? Like how do they? And then if they come out of it, what are they going to do? And that's really how I've been able, to, or how I've been tr- picking so well. Because if you just look at the roster, I mean, I'm sorry. If you just look at the, uh, if you just look at the the records, it, you can't ascertain anything from it. Like, oh, okay, the well, the commanders. Oh, in week one, they beat the Jaguars. So how are they only getting three points to the Cowboys? It, it, if you try to do that, the transverse property of who beat who in the records, you're going to just be handing back money to the sports book. Right. I think a, I think a big part of – not I think about it, I think a big part of why the league became way more competitive right now is ever since they changed the whole um, – the whole draft uh, paying uh, paying these these quarterbacks in the draft, you know, I think yeah. when they switched it around, uh, where now okay, you get it. What teams are doing? They're getting a young quarterback, right? They drafted them early and they're playing right away. And then in year two, they're going to free agency and they're building the team. So everyone's doing that whole method of get a young quarterback, build a team around him sign a premier player and then hopefully year four or five is when you're owed when you're due to pay that quarterback so i think so many teams have taken that trend where they're allowed to build their roster pretty deep or, or you know or or get a lot of prime players outside the quarterback position so i think that's where it comes to too in terms of that so yeah dude it's it's i think it's fun to watch as much as as much as like I, I I do enjoy college football, but I love the fact that the NFL is so competitive right now, and it's it's close every single week. And speaking of competitive, I mean the Rams and the Forty Nine ers NFC West matchup uh, Monday night. The Rams got pushed around, I'd say, by the Forty Nine ers with no Trent Williams on the front line. By the way, and Jimmy G started. But no Trent Williams. Look, I that was the thing that had me. There was a whole big controversy earlier on the Extra Points podcast because initially I had picked the Rams. The injury reports came out. 
And I was just thinking about it more and more and more. Shanahan owns McVay in the regular season. And then I thought more about the NFC Championship game, how, you know, if the one ball bounces the other way, the 49ers are in the Super Bowl and the Rams are sitting at home. Um, And so I ended up switching my pick to the 49ers. But the reason why I sort of did that is because Kyle Shanahan has shown to me I think what you just illustrated and the idea of we'll have a quarterback, we'll play him, but we'll build this team around him and see if it can – like obviously they didn't draft Jimmy Garoppolo, right? They, they they traded for him. But the idea that we had this team around this guy who we they wanted to upgrade from, obviously they traded three first-round picks for him uh, to for Trey Lance. They wanted to move on from him. But the team is so solid around him that – I don't say quarterback doesn't matter because obviously it does, but your quarterback's mistakes can be mitigated as long as he doesn't step out of the back of the end zone to save himself from throwing a pick six. Right. I mean, San Fran, they keep it simple. They're they're designed to run the ball and play good defense. Simple as that. Like, that's our system. We're going to run the ball, period. And then thank God we have an unreal playmaker like Debo who can, who can do it. Just give him the ball. He's going to do his thing. So they're going to run the ball and play defense. Demuco Ryans right now is killing it. Uh, as a coordinator, and definitely his name is already thrown the hat to be a head coach somewhere next season. And I, w- I wanted to ask you about this. I had to start the shower Monday after watching the game. Is the 49ers defense the best unit in football? I would say, I, I, I mean, I would say at how they're playing, yes, as a unit, correct. I, I think right now, how they're playing and how D'Amico's calling the game and what they're doing, I would say yes. Because you're having a lot of people like emerge from that defense. Like, man, I never I didn't know this guy was like that talented. You have guys emerging. So right now I think as a total unit, they are playing outstanding football. There's no question. The this, this, the safety whose name uh, I haven't memorized yet to get it right. But though part of the reason why is because he's just started making plays this year. I'm not saying that, you know, but being put in a position to exceed the guy who jumped the Cooper Cup route to take it for a pick six with all the hair, the safety from uh, from San Francisco. But to right, that, yeah. that was what I was thinking. I was just like, I'm looking at him make – I'm looking at the, the San Francisco defense through four weeks. They're stifling. And I think if every yeah. other unit that you look at, like maybe you want to say Kansas City's offense or something like that, well, they didn't yeah, run the ball. Just call him Talanoa. I, don't, I can't four. say his last name. Just call him Talanoa. <laughs> Tolanoa, right. You know what I'm saying? We gotta we gotta get eventually eventually it'll roll off of everybody's tongue. Right. Like tongue of Iloa, for example. But it's yeah, just Hufanga. gonna take a while. That's what it is. Tolanoa Hufanga. But baby, baby the Super Palomalo. Bowl champs. Right. The Super Bowl champs, the uh this the, the the Los Angeles Rams. Is their biggest problem that they just need to be able to run the ball effectively and find another weapon besides Cooper Cup? Because everybody's like, What's wrong with them? It, to me it seems pretty easy. Yeah, they got to be able to run the football. And I think they were able to a little bit last year. What can't, what can't, uh, no, can't make him later. But with Henderson, they were able to a little bit. Yeah, but it's interesting right now. I feel they are force feeding the football to Cooper Cup. And I, I, people want to make excuses like, oh, you know, they didn't play anybody in the preseason. I get that. But it's not hard to just throw the ball to Allen Robinson. Like, it's, it's not hard to find him the football. I went to a couple of practices, a couple of RAM practices, and they were able to find him the football. Um, even if it's just right. like slam, put him at the X one-on-one situations. He'll win those battles. Um, yeah, it, it's, I mean, last year Stafford didn't play great and they still made it to the Super Bowl. He made the plays when it mattered. Uh, same thing. Like last year they got beat by 49ers 
both times, but then they beat them when it mattered. And so the offensive line looks terrible. Um, I thought, but I thought signing, and I, I think it still will help, but I thought signing Bobby, Bobby Wagner would help with what happened on Thursday. And I mean, they just schemed it up and they just ran all over the place on that defense. But yeah, it's just Kyle. Kyle just has McVay's number yeah. during the regular season. But again, I'm not going to go too crazy with that because McVay did get the victory in the playoffs last year. See, thinking about that, Allen Robinson, and you you put it on to me. You put me onto it, I should say. The idea that, look, some some things aren't practice. Like Kristen Watson dropping that, that go route from Aaron Rodgers, like that's Man, not practice. That, like, that's that, that is a go route. Yeah. But real quick, let's take a quick break before we pick some week four games. We'll be right back. Caesar, Cleo, the Mannings, Henrik Lundqvist, and now, yes, yours truly, the Lemon Pepper Parlay is a proud member of the Caesars Empire. And you know what it is that sets Caesars Sportsbook and Casino apart from the others? The perks. It's the only sports betting app with Caesars Reward. So every time you place a bet, win or lose, you get reward credits, which you can then use towards game tickets, bonuses, experience, and free stays at the iconic Caesars destinations and more. And your very first bet, it's on Caesars, up to $1,250. If you win, congratulations. If you don't, you get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you 1,000 tier credits and 1,000 reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. So download the app, use promo code CAESARFULL, and go full Caesar this season. That's C-Z-R-F-U-L-L. Oh, and Caesar Sportsbook and Casino plays by the rules. They comply with all the legalities of the sports betting world. So here comes the lengthy, unabridged, national responsible gaming disclaimer. Must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Cross Casino. Call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Ontario, visit connectsontario.ca or call 1-866-531-2600 or text CONNECTS to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, Will, Thursday night football, I'll tell you what, the Amazon broadcasting crew will be put on their second test of this young season as we have to sit here and watch the Denver Broncos and the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are three-point dogs, total 43. Where do you think this goes? <sighs> I don't know, man. It's it's so hard because I, I truly, like, believed in these Colts. I mean, they're my Super Bowl pick preseason. Yikes. Pre yikes is right. But I like I like Denver here, man. Um I, I like Denver in the situation. I just feel like um just right now I just don't trust my Colts. But this might be one of those weeks again where they're like, man, backs against the wall. Like, let's do it. Like Matt Matt Ryan's our record saying he truly believes in us. He truly believes in the team. But I'm gonna go Denver here. Yeah, I'm going with the Colts. I'm not backing the Daniel Hackett by any stretch. The only the, the, the only time he's covered the spread is because Jimmy G stepped out the back of the end zone. And so far, I'm going to need him to show me that he can do it. Uh, I would love it if it was three and a half like it was earlier in the week. I'm going to take the three. And I'm also taking a Broncos team under. I think it's a, I'm taking the Broncos team. They, was, they don't score the ball effectively. I don't love it <laughs> one bit. So I want to go on now to the Steelers. 14-point underdogs to the Buffalo Bills. This I think Steelers biggest... are getting waxed, okay? I so you're taking Buffalo in the 14. Buffalo 14, waxed. Wow. Walk in your trap I, and take I, over I, your trap. <laughs> I hear you. Your and, you know, Jonathan Taylor, is, he's out for that Thursday night football game. I'm still taking the Colts. God bless it. I, I told myself I was betting against Russell Wilson and Daniel Hackett until they proved me otherwise. And Thursday night might be the time to do it. But you don't think that Kenny Pickett after, all right. So the Bills, they played that big game in Miami. They had to come back big in that. They had to come back big against Baltimore. Like uh, this, they've had back to back wins in emotional weeks. The rookie quarterback coming in. This is a letdown spot. The Bills win, but the Steelers cover this. This game's in Buffalo, right? Yeah. See, they're going to break tables and they might throw a table on the field. Waxed. So you take Buffalo over the fourth. Hey, man, look, let me tell you something about this NFL gambling. There's very rarely that teams win by more than two touchdowns. It is not that. If you look now, one, uh, let's see, where else do I want to go here? How about this? That same 49ers team, they're laying six and a half on the road versus the, uh, uh, the, uh, the Matt Rule Carolina Panthers, who haven't scored 17 points in like 18 years. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm taking that. 49ers. What, the, the 49ers? Yeah. I think so, too. I think Baker Mayfield is, of all the starting quarterbacks in the league, I think Baker Mayfield is the most backup of the starters. Like, he's, he's, he's. Oh, I know. It's if he can, right if now. he can remove the chip from his shoulder, he should have a long NFL career holding the football. I know. He got a, that chip is massive. He needs to eat that chip. Now, 
I, I feel terrified about this one because I've been out on this team for most of the year. And then all they do is just keep winning. But the Cowboys are four and a half point dogs against this Rams team that we just discussed with. I'm taking it. Let's go. Let's go. You taking the four and a half with the Cowboys? Yes, uh, Are you taking the Rams? I'm taking the Cowboys too. Oh, Cowboys. No question. There's no question. No question. I just am terrified that the Cooper Rush slipper is going to fall off, and it's going to be the day that I'm holding the Cowboys ticket. Listen, but you got Will, Cooper and Cooper, the two Coopers. That's part of the issue. How are two of the best players in the NFL right now both named Cooper? I don't buy it. Cooper Rush One's is not one. Of, Cooper Rush is not one of the best players in the NFL. Do not put that out there. Okay. It depends on what you turn on TV. People will tell you. People no, will tell because you. Because he plays for the Cowboys. Right now, he's winning games, and that's the only stat that matters. Is he more talented than Dak? No. But right now, they're winning games, and that's the only stat that matters. Period. Period. I agree Win. with that. I also don't think he's better than Dak, which is making me scared about this four and a half. But exactly. I'm, I'm betting this a four and a half on Michael Parsons and, uh, and Trayvon Diggs to make some plays against this Rams offense that has not figured it out yet. Let's take a quick break. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Will, what's your lemon pepper parlay for week four? Yeah, I'm glad you asked me. You know, lemon pepper, I like ranch. Do not give me blue cheese at all. But we're going to go this. We're going to go Green Bay with the eight. We're going to go Green Bay over the Giants. Um, I think Green Bay is just going to run the ball all over the place, both running backs. It's going to be crazy. Seattle with the plus six. I like Seattle right now. Gino is another story that's, that is being told. I like what they're doing in Seattle. Um, and then I like I like Cleveland money line. I, I think they were able to score points and run the ball all over them. I think this year they will not give up all them points against the Chargers and then Detroit with the plus three. So there is my lemon pepper ranch, baby. Green Bay with the points, Seattle with the points, uh, Cleveland money line, Detroit plus three. That should give you some bucks right there. Let's do it. I like it. I like it. My lemon pepper parlay. You could also do this as a lemon pepper teaser if you really wanted to. I'm going to take those same Packers. Uh, the Giants don't have a quarterback, so I like that. I'm taking the Vikings to cover. The Bears couldn't beat a team in the Giants that didn't have a quarterback. And I'm taking what I deem to be the best team in football, 
the Kansas City Chiefs on Monday night. They're impressing me. If they can run the ball with Pacheco and Clyde Edwards. They got three, like four like running backs. If they can run the ball like that, then that team's going to be a major problem. I don't, no Tyreek Hill, no problem uh, in terms of the, they can run the ball at that level of effectiveness. But, Will, I know you're over there in London town. You got things to do, people to see. Say hi. Oh, pay your respects to the queen. Go wave to Big Ben. But for- – <laughs> Roethlisberger? Yeah, you know, who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe they're both over there. Who knows what Big Ben has been doing in retirement? But that'll do it for this week of the Lemon Pepper Parlay. Will, stay safe over there, bud.